radio show all about little Elvis. You're listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse here on Measurection Radio. Ooh, I need to stop juggling all these papers in front of the microphone. You know, I do that <laughs> during, during the news, too, and I, some of that pre-show stuff, I'm rattle, I, I don't I know, I kind of like the sound of papers in front of yeah. the microphone. I, I think it sounds like a news It, sounds, it sounds like we're busy working here, you know? Yeah, yeah. and uh, just like I, I always thought that eating pizza sounded good until I nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> you did nearly die, too. Really Holy did. crap. The eating pizza sounds good. Choking on pizza does not. Oh, and he hacked up that big hunk of pizza. I'm like, oh, it makes me hungry. Welcome back to another episode of Measurection Radio. This is show number 19. I'm your host, Sean, and with me is my penis apostle. Alan, our Vice President of Operations, is at home in Atlanta. Hello, Sean. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm terrific. Our President, Josh, coming to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hello, Sean. How are you doing? Good, Mr. Birthday Boy. Happy birthday. <laughs> birthday, boy. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. 31. <laughs> 31. Oh, don't say it out loud. <laughs> 31. <laughs> 31. <laughs> don't worry. I'll be 30 pretty soon. <laughs> Happy birthday. Next I'm month. no longer twice his age. Ah, that's true. Our goddess, moderator of the Girl Talk Forum, coming to us from British Columbia, Canada, Diane. Hello, Sean. Hi there, baby. And our intern, Michael, in New Jersey. Hello, everybody. Hello, Sean. Hi there. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. And we want to again thank Bronx Bombshell for helping us out last week. We really appreciated it. Yeah, that was nice of her. She filled in really at just... It was literally a few hours' notice. She she hopped on and, and joined us, so that was great. Yeah, I'm thanks. really I'm really glad that she did. I hope it was fun. I haven't had a chance to listen yet. It was a lot of fun. A blast. Welcome back. She gave Diane, us a phone sex way. preview. Yes, welcome back, Diane. We missed you. We did. Oh, thank you. You can give us a phone sex preview later. We've got us in Bronx. <laughs> I think we <laughs> I think we owe her like 142.50 for last week's work, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> We had a caller on some 900 number. It was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) To participate on Measurection Radio, you can call our dick phone. Our toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada is 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. You can leave us voicemail on Gizmo. Our username is Measurection. You can find them by going to gizmoproject.com. Email us at radio at measurection.com or visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. You can also check us out on radiogay.ca. Our topic for today is manscaping, pubic hairstyles. 
Are you a trimmer, a shaver, or do you prefer the natural look? We'll be discussing that in the second half of our show. Okay, before we get started, let me tell you what happened to me today. As you guys know, or some of you know, I've had this, uh, it's pretty much healed and okay now, but I've had this problem with my le- in my leg, my, 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 this nerve problem in my leg. Oh, right. Really? And uh, I have entered a study. This is actually the second one. And uh, I went to Dallas today for a, uh, to a, a clinic. It's a pharmaceutical uh, study for a medication to treat this uh, problem. So you're a human lab rat. I was going to say, you're a guinea pig? Guinea pig. <laughs> I am a guinea pig. Oh, and my mother tried to talk me out of it. Oh, you can't, don't do that. She's, you know, so concerned about it. But I think it, you know, I think it, it, uh, I think it helps people. It'll either help or you'll grow a tail, one or the other. Yeah, I, I may end up with two heads. <laughs> Three. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, plus it pays too, you know. Oh, <laughs> it's a pay. They pay money. It's a paying gig. Yeah. So uh, I went to Dallas and I and I spent the entire day in this place. I had to have the blood work and the urine urinalysis and the uh, you know the blood pressure and the EKG and all this stuff. Then I was given the medication, and I had to sign form after form after form after form, you know. And they told me about, you know, it had been tried on so many dogs and so many monkeys and so many oh, rats oh, and so many dogs. And when they got to the part where it said they had, it had been, it had been tested on 30 human beings. I don't know. I really am close to number one on, on this. But before I left, they, they like to give you your first dose before you leave the place. And um, they observed you for a little while and they gave me my, my first dose and... And then I left, and I, on the way home, I, uh, I stopped to get some gas. And I remember getting out of the... T- I got out, and I, and I reached for the gas pump, and I had a flutter. I had a heart flutter. Oh, oh my God. And, and I thought, uh-oh, this is not good. And... Um, oh, my gosh. I, it's been years since I felt anything like that. One of those things that kind of makes you, you know, a little choking thing in your... Yeah. You feel the heartbeats... Uh, I used to get those incorrectly, and I almost jumped in the car and went back to the place, but I didn't. Anyway, I went inside the place to pay, and um, <laughs> I was walking toward the door. And I don't know about you guys or other guys, but uh, this is just uh, this isn't uh, gender. This is just a polite thing. Anyone in my peripheral vision, when I am walking in or out of, of, a, of a public place, I hold the door open for them. Manner. It's just yeah. something I've always I done. Do that too. Sure. I've yeah, always I done do it. Too. I see, I don't care if it's a, an old man, a little boy, a dog, you know, a lady. Yeah, it's just polite. Yeah. It's, I just, I, if they're behind me, I'll open the door. If they're coming toward me, I'll open it up. And, uh, Today I open the door, and this woman, she's coming. She's 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 walking out. And when she got to the door, she says, "I'm not really that big, am I?" <gasps> what? And just kept on walking. And uh, I thought, "What the hell was that?" 
She didn't say anything. She didn't say, I mean, she didn't say thank you. I thought, did I really hear what, did she hear that? She, <laughs> she said, I'm really not that big, am I? And just kept on going. Now there's someone what do you think? who is insecure. Yeah. Now in my lifetime, I probably opened the door, I don't know, half a million times, times for ladies. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've done it for ladies, everyone else. It's just not just ladies, but everybody. But uh, I know one thing, <laughs> with the ladies, out of that half a million times, I probably have had two thank yous <laughs> ever in my Are life. You, you know what? <laughs> what in is Canada, that all about? In Canada, it's the opposite. In Canada, it's the opposite. We say thank you for everything oh, here. I thought you were going to say they close the door when they see you. Vancouver <laughs> is known for being a friendly city. I've done the same thing today. Actually, twice, and I've both times I've gotten thank yous, you know, and that's a surprise here in Jersey, but uh, it happens, you know, you just have to be nice and courteous. Yeah, I do it all the time. I don't think I get a lot of thank yous either, but I do it. Well, I do it all the time. I've always done it. I've done it all my life, and I've, I've, I've never, I only, as I said, only a couple of times ever has a lady ever stopped and said, Thank you. And today the woman just says, she just kept going. She didn't even, she didn't even acknowledge me. As, as a matter of fact, it almost looked as if she was maybe, you know, talking on her cell phone or something or an earpiece because she was mumbling and just kept going through the door. She said, I'm not that big. Well, maybe I? she was talking to somebody else. <laughs> maybe she was. Well, maybe she wasn't talking to you then. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was kind I don't of crazy. know. That wasn't all that good of a story. (laughs) (laughs) When I talk in my earbud in public, I have to carry the phone in my hand so people know. Otherwise, I feel like a mental patient. (laughs) I hate when you see someone, like, staring in your general direction and they're talking and you're thinking, are they talking to me? And then you realize, no, no, their eyes are glazed over. They don't see you. Several times I've been talking to Sean and I'll be in the car talking about the show or the site. And then I get out and I'm in the middle of the grocery store and I, I... about halfway through, realize I need to sort of curb my. <laughs> Your like, language. I start realizing what I'm what I'm discussing, and then I have to get a little cryptic, like, mm, yeah, you know, <laughs> because you're sitting there going, yeah, on on the next show, next week's show, let's, and then people start looking because you're talking about like a show, and right, <laughs> you're all yeah, self-conscious, and curious. And next week's show, <laughs> let's have the penis posse do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I walked into my building one day last week and uh, was talking to somebody on the cell phone with my Bluetooth headset. So the phone was actually in my pocket, and uh, mm. and one of my neighbors saw me coming in who had not seen me for seven weeks because I was up in Virginia, and he was seeing me for the first time, and and came up to me to ask how I was doing and how my mother was doing, and, and I'm trying to tell the person on the phone to hold on a minute so I can talk to the neighbor, and the neighbor thinks I'm <laughs> talking to him, and got very confusing. <laughs> Well, uh, some of you may know that since John left several weeks ago, I've taken over the uh, the editing duties here on Measurection Radio. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a great job. For those that don't know, each week we record the show via a conference call and merge all of our individual tracks together. Then we edit it down for content, insert the voicemails, sound effects, theme music, etc. One of the most difficult things that we all deal with is not talking on top of each other. There are five of us on the phone each week, and we're not sitting in one studio where we can take visual cues from each other when someone's done talking. We're on the conference call, and sometimes it's even difficult to hear everybody. This adds to the editing process because it produces what I like to call false starts. This is where one of us starts talking and then realizes that someone else is talking. Thus, we start the sentence 
or a word two or three times. And it's almost like a stutter for some of us. Um, now, none of us have a noticeable stutter when you're talking to us in person, but for some reason, when we go on the air, uh, it all it just kicks in. So, you know, for example, <laughs> oh, no. we might we might talk like this, and then mm-hmm. and then you know you you see that we end up talking like Porky Pig, <laughs> <laughs> and and I can't even do an imitation of it justice. But uh, Sean and Alan and myself seem to have the worst problem with it. Michael does rarely. Diane, you never do. I, I, I think you, know you just what? start talking and you're you're able to tune us out or <laughs> and we don't distract you. That's sort of why I uh, actually do this show because I have a problem with uh, fluency. You stutter the least of any of us. <laughs> <laughs> you really? Well, that's that's actually because I'm trying my best and I'm, and it's something that I've actually been doing since birth. Well, not since birth, but since I was a little kid, and uh, I'm working on. So, it's I'm really surprised that y'all haven't really picked up on that. But no, no, I mean, comparison. You know, sometimes between Sean, Alan, and myself, before editing, the Measurection Radio Show sounds a lot like a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> so I have I have pulled together a few clips so that our listeners can hear what what, what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I just don't think that's a natural thing for two guys that that that, that have never done it or been together. I, ex- I I expected a kiss to be stolen somewhere. He said he thought he could. He 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 had some ideas for some. It's important, I think, to 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 say to all caster and to others who's who's. You can you can find these candles by going to that that that, that had never. Oh, but had to. But he had to wait until he moved to America before the circumcision. I can I can see him doing that. Twenty two. 22-year-old Jowett. Why they aren't or are... Oh, why, why they aren't or are how they are. There, there's been, there was so much nice feedback from the, from the virginity show. That, 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 that had never... That, get that, that. The high-tech pod, podcast... The high-tech podcast... Then there, here's one more. I, I think you'll, you'll all remember. It was an honor. I mean, it was such a... I, it was just really cool to get to go through, and, and I got to see all the... I don't, I don't understand that. It, I don't understand that because the when it's when it's done in a, a Jewish bris. Yes, we got that far. You know, I was a little cryptic, you know, and I told him, you know, it, we. I, I told him what we had, and he, and he said, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then he. Well, I don't. I have problems with 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 that. This is the same issue. Female genital mutilation advocates present. I I think I think for me, no, I don't I don't think so. Uh, no, it's, it's after reading solid evidence of the hugely erogenous, highly innovated. <laughs> Tissue. Ooh, I botched that up. Something awful. No, no. I say, I say that. I say that. That party. I think it's just. It's. It's. It's something we don't know. Maybe it's not your. Are they called? We went through this last time. Oh, did did anyone else pitch a pump up? Did anyone else pitch a pup tent up on Brokeback Mountain? That 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 had never. Ooh, I botched that up. Something awful. That colorful. I don't think I'm going to say another word. I wasn't in there at all. I couldn't find anything from Diane. (laughs) Yes. The montage you just heard might seem artificial, like I've somehow magically made us all sound like Porky Pig, but but while you are hearing short clips spliced together, you're hearing actual unedited audio as it came out of our mouth. And that was just from the Brokeback Mountain show. (laughs) 
But you see, I only found Michael like that once. I didn't find Diane like that at all. And, you know, I, I'm oh, I showing Alan I and myself are right in there. <laughs> I win, I win. <laughs> so that's what that's some of the stuff that... Uh, John and I went editing. Oh, I know all the listeners think I have a steep a, a speech problem. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard those clips like six times, and, and I'm I'm playing it for you guys, and I'm still laughing at them. I mean, they're just that can't that can't come out of your mouth. And I think I just did it again. <laughs> oh. Ugh. That was, I was started to say that was good, Josh, but I don't know if I will or not. <laughs> I heard you halfway through like, you bastard, or, you know, how dare you. <laughs> that was an amazing piece of, of editing, uh, circling all that together. Oh, that's going to be so great, yo, that's going to be funny. Oh, I thought it might be a little humorous. I was like, all right, I'll get out of A little? You'll hear back on that. Music. You gotta hear the Parky Pig music, and it'll be a hit. <laughs> that wasn't funny. That was scary. <laughs> oh. So just so y'all appreciate the magic of editing, <laughs> we somehow all end up sounding coherent. <laughs> we love you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. We have a new respect for what John did. Oh my gosh. There were nights that Sean would be a couple times. Sean would be on speakerphone, and we'd be editing the show together. And w- there were times we were in hysterics, weren't we, Sean? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> and we can't remove all of them. I mean, I still sound like Porky. No, Pig. you can only do so much. <laughs> I still, I still sound like. That. You know, if you do, if you do that, you know, you can take it out. But if it's, uh, you know, if it's kind of all together, it's tough to chop it out. But when you edit the show, you listen to little bits at a time, like thirty seconds here, and then you got to stop and fix the parts that you got to fix if there's a cough in one track or you know you have to take out any of that noise you don't want and so you get to some some segments and you play it and i'd say what the hell is this you know you can't <laughs> make any sense so uh you're doing a good job Josh. Now it's time for Measurection Radio's Penis and Sex News. With this week's top stories, here's Joshua Tyler and Alan G. A man who sent billions of junk email, hawking online college degrees, sexually explicit websites, penis enhancement pills, and generic Viagra, must pay more than $5 million in penalties to America Online. Wow. Christopher William Smith of Prior Lake, Minnesota, was considered one of the world's worst spammers. Operating under the name Rizzler, he is now in jail in Minnesota, awaiting a trial on criminal charges that he violated federal drug laws while operating an online pharmacy. U.S. District Judge Claude Hilton issued a summary judgment against Smith, ordering him to pay $5.3 million in damages and $287,000 in legal fees to AOL, which filed a civil suit against Smith under the Can Spam Act. AOL spokesman Nicholas Graham said Smith was the poster child for the Can Spam Act, which Congress enacted in 2004 to crack down on unsolicited junk email. This is someone we've been pursuing for three years, Graham said. It's one of the largest judgments we've received. In an initial response to AOL's lawsuit, Smith's lawyers denied wrongdoing and questioned the constitutionality of the can-spam law. Graham said that AOL has won tens of millions of dollars in judgments against more than 30 spammers under the federal law and a similar Virginia law. So hopefully that'll mean less of those extend-your-penis emails in our mailbox. No I don't know. If, I, if AOL's getting $5 million, maybe somebody ought to spam us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. How oh, we got a piece of that? 
No, I'm teasing. We don't okay. need that. Radio at Medirection.com. Yeah, That'd be Sean at Medirection.com. <laughs> don't send only it to me. Only Sean at com. Yeah, yeah, only Sean. <laughs> Anybody um, but me at Medirection.com. Yeah, really. <laughs> Anybody but me. <laughs> then there's some, uh, some news out of Croatia. Residents of a small Croatian town called police after waking up to find a 17-foot snow sculpture of a penis in the main square. But police in the town of Karlovic, who responded to the call, saw the funny side and decided to let the ice willy melt naturally. Student Nadad Rizvik, 21, who admitted to building the statue with a group of friends, said, we just wanted to make a slightly different kind of snowman. <laughs> 17 foot. Can you imagine a 17 foot penis? I mean, that's, that's almost willy. two stories tall. <laughs> ice willy, I love it. <laughs> that's, a well -endowed, that's a well endowed snowman. <laughs> and then one more, which I heard today, which just struck me as funny, uh, and I had, to, I had to look it up, so I had the story. A New York City teen is recovering after an accident on the thruway in Albany. Jose Gonzalez, 17, was part of a group lobbying at the Capitol on behalf of AIDS Awareness Day. He was using the bathroom on his chartered bus when the vehicle swerved to change lanes. The boy lost his balance and fell through the window. State Police Lieutenant Michael Tias says... It appeared as though the individual was standing in the bathroom of the bus and just lost his balance, falling against the window, and then just tumbling out of the bus out of the road. Oh, my God. Bus passenger Don Young said he opened up the door, and he was gone. All you saw was the light, and you felt cold. That was it. He was gone, and we were screaming for the bus driver to stop. Gonzalez was taken to the Albany Medical Center for treatment for injuries. Police said he'll be okay. Investigators are now looking at possible problems with the window he fell through. What I what I immediately thought of, and none of the news stories said this, is you know, had he zipped up by that point? Exactly. Or, you know, <laughs> are you rolling on the New York State Thruway with your willy hanging out? That's what I thought. What if he's one of those people that takes his pants actually down? <laughs> That's what the yeah, envisions of like a pantless guy rolling on the side of the high, pantless guy rolling on the side of the highway. Road rash on his ass. <laughs> God. And I have one item of uh, I think you could call fairly uh, sex news: a new soda. Said to be an aphrodisiac, will soon be available across the country. Oh. It's called Turn On, and it's a new cherry soda made with guarana, ginseng, caffeine, ginkgo bilboa, and other ingredients. It will be hitting store shelves soon, even though it will be even though it was banned in France and Denmark. According to the company's website, the drink contains erotic herbs that, when combined in this unique way, gives you a feeling of warmth and sensuality. A nice tingling sensation, increased sexual energy and desire, and a delicious sensation of euphoria. Although its makers claim the drink is safe, doctors are already warning it may not be suitable for everyone. They warn children, pregnant women, and those with high blood pressure should steer clear of the new soda. The soda comes with the label warning, this beverage will arouse you. <laughs> but Dr. Marilyn Volker said wow. that the drink may not arouse anyone, but that some people would respond because they're allowing themselves to think they're being turned on. The soda is available for purchase online already for $3.50 at www.2turnon.com. That's the numeral 2, T-U-R-N-O-N.com. That's very interesting. I wonder if they have any Viagra in it or something. Those special yeah. ingredients at the end. I think the special ingredients are supposed to be the ones that I just read. The herbal ones. Yeah. Herbal. What was the drink called itself? It's called two turn on. No, it's the drink is called turn on. the drink is simply called turn on. Turn on. Yep. Really, anything is an aphrodisiac if it's. I mean, you can. It's psychosomatic. 
There, there and that's what they rely testi- on a lot. There's some interesting testimonials on the website, too. I'm sure. Like green right. M&Ms are a turnout. <laughs> <laughs> they make you horny. <laughs> we'll repeat the link in the uh, show notes. <laughs> green M&Ms. Green M&Ms. Okay. Want to learn more about your penis? Keep listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse, exclusively here on Measurection Radio. Today we're discussing manscaping pubic hairstyles did you guys see uh what wikipedia says about manscaping no (laughs) okay so uh, i cut out a little bit and i'll read you what it says manscaping is a neo all you know what i practice this word too neologism is that right neologism yes i don't even know what that means a new word manscaping (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is where i try and say a new word made up of made up of Two or more old words. Now we got a Porky Pig clip for next week. Okay, we... <laughs> that makes sense. Because it means it means manscaping the male um, or landscaping the male body by shaving, trimming, waxing, or brushing the body hair. And it was brought into American homes in 2004 by Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Right. So then it goes on to say, until relatively recently, it was considered unusual for American males to shave or otherwise remove hair below the neck. Some exceptions are bodybuilders, swimmers, and cyclists who often shave their legs. Although the reason for cy- that say cy- uh, take two, although the reason for cyclists are far more complex and have nothing to do with performance enhancement, enhancement, but has now become tradition. The front cover of the November 1993 issue of Vanity Fair magazine featured Sylvester Stallone nude and with a completely shaved body, at least in all the areas it could be seen in the photo. The cover created controversy at the time, probably due to the nudity rather than the lack of body hair. And towards the end of of the 1990s, some American men, especially those in Generation X, began removing their body hair, claiming it made them feel cleaner. This trend has helped undermine the notion that male body hair removal is effeminate, much like long hair on males gained acceptance in the mid-1960s. Huh. I'm a Generation Xer, and I do not shave my body hair off. My husband does in the in the summer. Up there in North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have summer. <laughs> it gets bloody hot here in the summer. Hot. That's so hot. That's hot. <laughs> I've tried shave, shaving mostly because I like the, I like the look of a twink, and I, I've shaved a few times over the years, probably from, you know, late teen years on. But uh, it just doesn't look right on me because you shave, you shave your pubic area, and my chest is hairy. You know, I'd have to do a lot of shaving. And <laughs> mo- a lot of it, I don't think I could accomplish on my own. So, um, I've taken to to trimming. I call it mowing the lawn. I, you know, just trim things down a little shorter, and then it's not. I'm not quite so unkept. Right. But, I uh, like trimmed. And then, the, then you don't have the problems with the itching, itching, and ingrown hairs and stuff. The first couple times I shaved were very uncomfortable. <laughs> Both my husband and I do the same thing. We shave everything below the triangle. Mm. And shave meaning shave bald, or shave meaning like maybe I guess a quarter of an bald. inch of hair. Oh. God bless you. I couldn't do that. Well, everything below the triangle on you would be like the legs, right? <laughs> <laughs> to draw a picture. I, I'm not going into this with nothing but gay men at the table. Sorry, dude. <laughs> hey, hey. You're I'm all just going to go, oh, that's enough. 
we got straight listeners. Yeah. This is a subject that comes up on the uh, on the website frequently, and there have been many many threads uh, of discussion on the on the topic on the website. And in fact, I, I want. And again, with the passion on both sides. Oh yeah. 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 I want to read uh, a little bit. This is the the initial post on a thread that was started back in April of 2002, and it says uh, the 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 subject is ouch. I cut my dick shaving my pubes last night. <laughs> I remember that. And the, the, the body says, my little dicky has a Band-Aid on it right now. I nicked it last night with an electric beard trimmer. I should have had that protective gizmo on the blade, but didn't. Now I'm out of commission for a few days. I've learned a valuable lesson, and I must caution you as well. Therefore, we come to another nifty poll. And the poll was, if you trim your pubes, how do you do it? And uh, there was a list of eight choices, and uh, users were permitted to choose only one. The uh, most often selected, which was at 29%, was I use a safety razor blade like Gillette. To me, it's a little scary. Uh, Next (laughs) next at 17% was I never trim my pubes. I like my ever-growing bush. Uh, Third at 13% was I use an electric beard and mustache trimmer. Fourth, at 12%, just one point behind, was I use a real razor blade and shaving cream. Ooh, uh, fifth, Lord. at one more point behind, 11%, was I use scissors carefully. Uh, <laughs> I've six snipped a lip. Was, number six was I use an electric hair trimmer, same kind as my barber uses on head hair, and that was 9%. Uh, number seven, at 6%, was I use an electric razor, same as one for my face. And the eighth choice which got uh, only one person voted for it, and it was less than 1%, said, uh, I use a herd of goats. <laughs> <laughs> was that Digger D? No, uh, I guess he likes sheep. Now, since then, yeah. since then, there's also been discussion by some people who've used a product called Magic Shave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Magic Shave is, is essentially a de- depilatory. Is that the right, right way to pronounce that? Yeah. It's a is that the one that you use, Josh? No. <laughs> I used Apple Stop and Spray. That was the funniest thread. Don't do it. <laughs> and I didn't use it on my crotch. I used it on my, my neck and back. And it was like, you know it when burns. you were a kid and you wiped out on your bike and you had like road rash on your elbows and arms and stuff? That's what I had on the back of my neck. It was nasty. Oh, man. <laughs> it was like I'd scraped the back of my neck down the sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> and I got all blistered and uh, scabbed. Not worth it. <laughs> Glad I didn't do it on my crotch. But I think oh that Magic God. Shave is for like black men, right, Alan? Yes, the, the that product called Magic Shave is available either as a powder that has to be mixed with water or as a cream uh, in a tube. And it's a product that's actually marketed to black men for, sh- for use on their face uh, because some black men have a problem with shaving bumps because of ingrown hairs if they shave in the conventional way on their face. Yes. And so mm. this, is a, this product is specifically marketed to black men. And while in some stores, drug stores or, or targets and places like that, in some stores you'll find it in the, uh, next to the shaving stuff. In some stores instead you'll find it uh, next to the black hair care products that are marketed to black men. Yeah. You know, Kirk's mentioned that a lot. One of our members on our site has mentioned that he uses that. I have bought some, but I haven't used it yet. Um, I have. So it's a, de- it's a, de- it's what I can't depilatory. say, it, but it's the D word. Yeah, <laughs> it's the D word that uh, it chemically so removes. You just put it hair. on and the hair comes off. Yes, it chemically removes it your hair. It's an alternative to shaving your face. 
no, no, I'm going to use it for, for other more private areas. <laughs> well, no, where, no, 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 but I'm asking, though, is it an alternative yes, for shaving the face? that's what it's made for. It's made for for. I face. wonder if it works. Right. Because my husband hates shaving. I wonder if he could just use that. Hmm. I'm sure he could. Yeah. Huh. I need to try that. It's called Magic Shave. It's called Magic Shave. Something. And there's a, uh, right. there's a fairly uh, current thread in the main forum on the site about the, the subject. And, and uh, there are links to the, and we can add, a, uh, add it to the show notes, there's, there are links to the, uh, to the website for that product. It's, it's actually made by a division of L'Oreal, hmm. the people who make my hair. <laughs> they make it's my a, hair. There's a, divi- yeah. <laughs> there's a division of their company that has products specifically for, for black men and for black women, and it's that division of their company mm. that that uh, that makes Magic Shave. Sorry to take us off track, but that, that thank you very much. Yeah, I said that would probably be a good alternative to using the blade. I mean, it would give you the clean a clean shave like a blade, I guess. Yes, I have nicked myself previously when trying to, to shave, well, not shave, but to, to trim hair down there. I, I like to... Sort of trim the edges and and uh, and and also uh, prefer to, to to trim the hair on my balls in particular. I have I have nicked myself more than once. Oh, out! Oh, that's bad. I've used a regular blade a couple of times, and it's a it's a cool erotic feeling, you know, to to totally shave down there, shave the balls at least with the with the blade. But it could be dangerous, so I I quit doing. I quit doing that, and now I've got one of those. Well, first I bought what's that thing called? It was like a it was like a pen. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it uh, they advertised it. It was one of those as seen on TV things, and it was kind of like a pen. Oh, that thing that um, you can use to trim your neck and your eyebrows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, just rake it across. I forget what it's called now. I wish I could remember. Gentle enough for a balloon. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And I've tried using that, and without the guard that that can nick you too even though they put it on a balloon it it can nick you just right on the balls if you get <laughs> some small and and it and it's one of those things it's it just runs on a double a battery and you know i'm like mowing the lawn down there and i'm you know it's not it's losing power so i've since bought one of those um sideburn and mustache trimmers that's like rechargeable like you know black and decker and i can buzz the buzz the crap out of how's that working for you that that works pretty good. You can put the little. It's got different guides on it, and you can use the guides. And I'll I'll use the closest guide on my balls, and I'll use a, a bigger guide to just get everything, everything else shortened up a bit. So there's no chance of nicking yourself with that. one? I have not nicked myself. No, I wouldn't do it without the guide. But the, with the guide, it it seems to be pretty good. Well, the few times I've nicked myself, I didn't have pain, but it's, it bleeds profusely down there. Yeah. From the tiniest cut. Yeah, and that's going to be an emergency, an embarrassing emergency room visit. You know, <laughs> no kidding. That's going to be like Sean described last week with the guy with the lacerated penis and like, oh, I tripped on a broom. You know, <laughs> how are you going to explain what you did? Yeah, Ugh. I have all kinds of things. You know, I've had the a couple of the beard trimmers. I have the wall and the Oster and the Jerry Redding. I thought Oster was the, blenders. Well, they also do uh, massagers <laughs> oh, okay. and 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 hair, hair trimmers. The real hair—they do the big big clippers for for hair trimming. He's sticking his balls in a food processor. <laughs> <laughs> and I have found, and I don't don't do don't do it necessarily because I dislike the hair as much as I've. <laughs> 
I just think that what I've got just looks wrong. And well, let me explain. <laughs> yes, please do. Yes, please. I've got what I call share pubes. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is like Indian hair. Uh, straight, okay? You know, whenever I used to, you know, back in the day, whenever I was in high school, we had all our shoulder-length hair. And if you remember the old, old, old uh, pictures of Cher, you know, with the long, straight hair, <laughs> you know, it's like so straight. It's like the straightest hair in the world. You can right. see the, you, it, you know, it falls down along the shape of her head, you know. It's just like a sheet of hair. That's what my hair is like. Hmm. But that's also what my underarm hair is like. <laughs> Which I think it just looks nasty, <laughs> and and uh, and the and the other, you know, the pube part, and uh, I just think it looks much better. It looks more like other people's when you know other guys. Whenever it's cut uh, three quarters of the of the way back, you know, it just looks more. Mm, if it's a quarter a quarter of an inch or so, it just looks it looks it looks like everybody else. Hot. That's so hot. That's hot. Hey. <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. <laughs> I like trimmed. I like trimmed. Steve shaves, which is really, really awesome. But I would be fine with just trimmed as well. I like trimmed. Yeah, on, like on this Jerry Bears Redding everywhere one. will hate me, but there it is. There, yeah. <laughs> on this Jerry Redding one, it's got like an eyebrow length. Like you can rake it across your eyebrows completely, and it doesn't trim them off. Oh. It just trims them to the perfect thing. But you can also take that same eyebrow length, or notch it up one longer, and you can rake mm-hmm. it up, you know, like under your underarm. Rake it, and, it just, and you look, you look normal, like everybody else. I've done the nair. How'd the nair work out? <laughs> it's nair? very good, as a matter of fact. Was it, that's another hurt? depilatory, but that's a pretty strong depilatory. No, no, it didn't Does hurt it? at all. It works perfect. See, after my apple stop and spray, I'm a little like, did it hurt? Because I hurt for a week. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine if I'd put that stuff on my balls. Oh, man. I might have been in the hospital. No, but, th- but <laughs> it really would have been. If you take it all the way down, all the way down, then it's, uh, it's those next few days that are horrible. I know, I know these guys that do it every day. I guess if you do it every day, you never get that itchiness, right. it, that itchy feeling. Right. One of the people on the, uh, the, one of the threads who was talking about the magic shave cream mentioned that that uh, using magic shave cream, that when it grows back, it uh, it doesn't grow back with the coarseness that that causes itchiness uh, that shaving often mm. does. That's that one targeted for black men that you were saying, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. See, I'm reading that. Down. See, I, th- that might be something interesting to try because there are places that I can't, you know, physically shave or trim easily. <laughs> You know, maybe if I were one of those guys I that could do the auto Did anyone else get a visual of Josh as a contortionist in the bathroom? That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to yeah. say. If you can visualize the audio fellatio episode, you can visualize me yeah. trying to shave oh, various man. places. It's not as it's not as though those of us who are unpartnered have someone who can get to the hard to reach places for us. Right. Fair enough. The other thing, and I, I was not able to find the the thread that mentioned this, but in one of the threads there was discussion about. Uh, people who who want to to do some trimming or shaving to make their penis appear longer by you know, by trimming away some of the undergrowth, if you will, surrounding it at the base. Uh, and also that <laughs> that brought up the subject of hair actually growing on the shaft of the penis, which is something that happens to me um, if I don't yeah, yeah, if I don't uh, do some kind of shaving or something else to remove that hair. And I, there, there there is a thread. There was a thread on the 
on the site that actually had some diagrams that had been found somewhere on the web that actually showed and, and had medical terms for the different patterns in which hair will grow on, a, on the penis shaft for different men. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was, a cool, that was a cool diagram, I remember that. Sean, you, you posted a link of the Ask Man. Would you like me to read from there? Yes. The, this was an in- interesting article that Sean found on the Ask Man website that, that reviewed all the various options to remove hair. And I'm, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll, it lists waxing as one. It lists each thing with pros and cons. So waxing, you know, you've heard the horror stories associated with ripping the hair out of your body from the root. Um, and I'm here to tell you that it's it really is as painful as they say. <laughs> of course, I've had a Brazilian, so oh my God, there are good and bad things about this particular method. Pros: the hair won't go back for four to six weeks, yeah. even longer if you use a hair inhibitor afterwards. Hair grows back softer, and it's relatively cheap. Uh, cons is that the area is so sensitive, the chances you'll be crying like a bitch in no time. <laughs> it also says it may result in ingrown hairs. You can't wax your testicles. I scream in agony just thinking about it. Yeah, don't ever do and you that. Have to wait f- and you have to wait for the hair to grow back at least a half an inch before you can remove it again. The next thing they list are the depilatories. Uh, and it says if you've ever seen the We Wear Short Shorts commercial for, for Nair, you'll know what a depilatory cream is. It's a lotion that you place over the hair, and in a few minutes, uh, you know, poof, it's, you wash it off and the hair is gone. Pros is it's incredibly cheap. It doesn't take much time. You can do it at home, and it exfoliates the skin simultaneously. Yeah. Cons is it's not recommended for sensitive areas. It has it likely has an unpleasant scent, and it may cause acne or rashes in the area. Mm. It says to test a small area before you use it. And then it goes into electrolysis, which I know some women do on their lips and things, um, uh, on their face, <laughs> lips on their face. <laughs> It says, like the name sounds, this method of hair removal involves little shocks of electricity that eventually annihilate hair for good. What this does is cause the hair to grow back thinner and weaker each time until it eventually dies. Pros is, considering that this area is incredibly sensitive, some electrologists provide lidocaine and numb the area to numb the area first so you won't feel a thing. It's relatively safe and it's permanent. Some guys may not think of that as, as a pro, though. Uh, and then cons, if you've already tried other methods, your hair might be more stubborn and harder to annihilate. It's expensive, and it's time-consuming since each hair is done individually, and it does cause some post-procedure discomfort. Then there's laser hair removal, which is all the rage these days, um, and that by far surpasses all the other methods of hair removals. Um, it, it uses a laser that zaps the hair away. This can cause minor discomfort for only a short while, usually a couple of hours after the procedure, and leads to permanent hair removal. Uh, And it's quick. Cons is it works best on dark-haired, light-skinned individuals. It's very expensive, and it requires additional treatment for dormant hair, and you can't expose the area to sun for weeks. So nudists out there may not be able to, (laughs) to do that. And then lastly, they list trimming, and, you know, that involves the purchase of a sideburn trimmer, as we've mentioned. And it never really annihilates the hair, but rather trims it down so that it looks neat and your women can enjoy the twig and berry buffet without having to venture through the jungle. <laughs> it pros, it doesn't make you itchy like shaving, and you can do it from the comfort of your home at your leisure. Uh, cons is it doesn't remove the hair, and you will have to trim every couple of weeks. And then it goes on to recap and say, no matter what method of hair removal you opt for, make sure, first and foremost, that if you're going to remove the hair, 
it goes in accordance with the rest of your body. If you're a hairy beast from the face down, and suddenly your penis and his buddies are completely bare, you'll look somewhat odd when you're naked, to say yep. the least. And that's the look I tried once, and that's that's exactly <laughs> the conclusion I came to. Um, as well, it says if you're going to have someone else handle your private area, make sure they have adequate credentials to do so. <laughs> After all, the family jewels must remain intact at all times. And somewhere in here, I may have glossed over it, but it did mention the fact that, oh yeah, that trimming can make objects appear larger. So, you know, indeed, <laughs> you know. Another con to the electrolysis, Josh, is that... Um, People think that you just go once and get it done, but you actually have to go back and go back and go back and go back. Right. It takes three to five times to kill all of the hair. Oh, wow. Yeah. And see, some of our, you know, most of our members are self-conscious about their body, and all of these things like waxing, electrolysis, and laser that are going to involve the help of a professional, you know, keep in mind you've got to, you know... (laughs) They're going to be seeing down there, so you know you can't be shy, I would guess, if you're mm-hmm. doing these procedures. One of our uh, straight members in one of the threads, uh, a uh, user's, user whose name is uh, great with it, posted, My balls are usually tight and close to my body. When my scrotum is totally shaved, my balls hang loose a lot more often. The best bonus of shaving is my balls end up in my wife's mouth a lot more often when getting a blowjob. If there's no hair on them. I also find her a little more adventurous behind my balls when that area is shaved as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I've found? You know, I am an expert at this. Yeah, in one <laughs> of the threads, you actually said you were a professional. I am. <laughs> um, a professional crotch shaver. You know, when uh, I was in the military, of course, most of the time when you think when you ask somebody, oh, what do you do when you were in the Navy? Oh, I, I was a... Uh, you know, I was a mechanic, or I was a, you know, a, what do you, what do they do in the Navy? Seaman. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you, Sean I was, was a, a seaman. Yeah, a seaman. Gunner. <laughs> Gunner's mate, uh, boatswain's mate, whatever. You know, but you held the buoy. I, <laughs> I worked in gynecology and urology. That's one of the things I did every morning. Five o'clock in the morning, I would show up at somebody's room pull the curtain back and say hello mr so-and-so or mrs so-and-so i'm here for your to get you prepped and prepared for surgery and uh being in urology or gynecology i would have to i'd have to shave them you really are a professional oh yeah Hmm. and if we nicked them once there was one nick one nick cut surgery was canceled and and i never i never botched one of them up but uh you know, if some lady had her tubes tied or the tubal reanastomosis, they put the tubes back together. You know, we would do the two fingers into the pubic region, which is two two fingers down into the triangle. You would you would trim. Did, did a lot of those, but you know, in a in surgery, they don't want any hair anywhere close. So, like, if someone right. had a kidney operation, which is a little a very small incision. Uh, in the lower middle back, just a small incision, we would get doctor's orders to trim nipples to knees, and they would want every single hair uh, trimmed. So I would have to pull the things out, and I would have to go in in the morning, and I would trim them all the way from from top to bottom. And I mean, all up in it. 
you know, <laughs> you know, of course the chest and the back or the, you know, the, the knees and the, and the thighs and all that stuff, you know, is, of course is very easy. But then I would have to get in there and go all up under. And then we were, we were talking about a, an electric razor that we were That's using. what I was going to ask is what you used. Yeah, it was, a, it was an electric razor. And I had to get up all up in it, you know, spread your legs, hold them up. You know, I, I was all up in the, all deep in it, you know. And, <laughs> wow. Now, the, the $64,000 question, did anyone ever get aroused by this? All the time. Ah, okay. All the time. Well, I could see that, of course. I enjoyed it. That's part, I really enjoyed that. Part. Oh no, not you. We're not talking about you, Sean. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, patience. You did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no one ever seemed to be embarrassed about it. You know, um, I would do it, and um, I remember telling my coworkers about it one time because I was the guy that did it, and most of no one else did. And I was always the guy that worked morning shift and did it. One I one time I was telling about how many people did that, and one of the nurses said. Well, you do ask them to, if they need to go to the restroom before you start, when you wake them up. And I said, no. And they said, well, you're supposed to be asking them if they need <laughs> <laughs> That morning, you know, they've got that morning pee thing going on. No, oh, yeah. I just did it. <laughs> you were enjoying it. What the heck? I did. So, I, I kind of missed the answer there because I thought, so, so, the, when when Diane corrected you, I thought you meant that you answered that you got aroused all the time. <laughs> that they didn't, but they did as well. I well, I, I did say that I did. There. I mean, I, I did enjoy that. <laughs> I'm sure I would but have now, too. For every hot crotch you've got to shave, there's got to be four nasty crotches you've got to shave. <laughs> well, you're right. Uh, I bet you the women were the nastiest. You know, there were. You're right, but there weren't that many. Uh, you know, and and it's. You know, you feel bad for the peace people. I always did. You know, I know they were nervous, and uh, I was compassionate about it. I mean, I I felt for them, and it was all professional. And but no one ever, you know, that the entire time I was there on that ward for fourteen months before I got shipped down to Camp Pendleton. And one of the most amazing things about working there is no one ever, male or female, ever said no. No. Oh, I need a female. Oh, I need. I would. I would walk in and say, it, you know, they be. They may have come in overnight, and it would, were a new patient, and I, and I'd walk in and say, Mrs. Smith, I'm here to check your dressing, and up, just up the gown went, and check it out. No one ever flinched about. Hmm. They they knew why they were there, and <laughs> I guess they just expected yeah. it. And you and everybody else were being professional, so. Well, and yeah. it was long enough ago that that probably all of the doctors were probably males. I'm yeah. way more comfortable with a male physician than I am with a female. That's interesting. Uh, personally, as a bisexual male, um, I like the natural look. You know, I don't really like seeing people shave. Maybe a trim might be good, but, you know, I like men for their uh, sexual attributes, you know, and, like, hair is one of them. You know, that's, that's really what turns me on about men. Just like I like women for them being smooth and silky and soft and stuff. I like men being, I don't know, burly or, or hairy or whatever you want to call it. 
You know, that was just That's my interesting. take on that. So do you prefer the women to be shaved down there? Oh, well, yeah. You know, yeah. And that's odd. I'd rather them be shaved. You don't want them burly. Right. You know, I'd rather <laughs> the men be men. Because that makes a, sense you know, to it's me. A manly, it's a manly thing. And like I say, pubic hair is nature's dental floss. So if you like going oh, down, oh, you know what I mean? Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I hate that. Oh, yeah. Hot. That's so hot. It is not. Don't make me argue with myself. <laughs> we need to get Diane to say not hot. But that's my time. take on that's it. That's a whole new angle, Josh. We'll, we'll, get in, we'll get Diane to get in a fight with herself one day. <laughs> <laughs> that will be so funny. We get the virtual Diane and she can... She can uh, converse with herself. No, yeah, that would no. Be very, very interesting. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Michael. <laughs> oh, no problem. I love hair. I love hairy guys. There's some people on the site who'll be pleased to hear that. Yeah, you certainly don't stand alone in that. I like natural. If you're smooth, naturally smooth, then that's nice. Do you know though that women aren't naturally hairless? Yeah, women are not naturally <laughs> well, hairless. Well, yeah. We are high maintenance when it comes into that area. Yeah. So with the women, yes, they can womenscape all they want. But with the men, a slight trim might be fine. But be yourself, be alone. you know. Hey, you know what? I want to ask something. You know the part where we were talking about the laser. You were reading that part about laser hair, right? I want to know something, and I guess this could fall into manscaping as well. You know the ear hair, the little ear mm-hmm. hair that oh, starts yeah. about the age forty-four. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steve's got now, one. The age of twenty-eight. That's a, that's a hereditary. It's a hereditary thing. <laughs> you start out with one or two, and then you get about five or six, and then you know, and then you can trim it. Mine out. Mine started migrating from the top of my head to the ear and the butt. And you, you, know, <laughs> you trim it out, or you pluck it out, or whatever. What I want to know is why, when uh, I've noticed on all of these uh, laser hair removal commercials, all the radio stations have them. You know, and all the radio stations, right. the D- they, they're giving the DJs the free laser hair removal, right. and they talk about. All of the other regions they do. I've heard them, you know, the bikini line, they'll do the pubic region. Why don't you ever hear on those commercials about them doing the ears? You would think that that would be the, the greatest thing. By the time people get the ear hair, they're too old and crotchety and cheap to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I don't ever hear them mention that part. Or Same they might... reason they don't mention ass crack. It's just something <laughs> yeah, we true. don't discuss. I we th- can we can laser the crack of your ass. Yeah, that's no, true. No, that I've heard. <laughs> I, I don't hear that on the radio, but I've heard people doing it, and I've heard of laser uh, hair removal studios doing that part. Of the ass. And that's why I'm asking. I've heard of all regions. I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's just ears. if it's not just that uh, there are so relatively few hairs there that economically it's not worth their while to waste their advertising dollars promoting that. Even though I would think they probably do it. That makes sense. Or how about, you know, you know, whenever, you know, you fall over on your bicycle whenever you're a kid and you scuff that knee or that elbow and hair right. will never grow there again. You know, that it's one scarred, little spot right. or that little or where you bumped oh, nearly every kid has that little spot under under, under their chin yeah. where they bumped it on a, on a tabletop or something and no hair will grow there. Yeah, hair doesn't grow on scar Why can't they just take out one of those drill bits? <laughs> one of those router drill bits and oh, just no. drill on your and, and scrape all the hair off of the off that little uh, inside of the ear shouldn't it do <laughs> scar tissue <laughs> and never grow hair yeah. again wouldn't that leave you uh yeah they deaf? can do it at the same time they do your circumcision 
<laughs> Jeez. Yeah, do it whenever That's you don't, when, when you're a baby and you just don't get it. <laughs> That's all the time we have for tonight. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. To participate in Measurection Radio, call our dick phone. Toll free in the U.S. and Canada, 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. Send us an email with your comments and feedback. We love getting email. We'll even read it on the show. Radio at measurection.com. And you can also check us out on radiogay.ca. Or you can reach us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. That's M-E-A-S-U-R-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com slash radio. Thank you, listeners and visitors. I'll tell you guys something really funny that happened this morning. I decided I was going to put the big firework display that said, uh, Happy Birthday, Josh. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Well, I know I did it once, and I had copied it into a folder. So I found the one. This is so funny. You'll, you'll know the end of it before I finish. I found the one that had me on it that you had done for me. So I changed all the text, all the dot JP, all the everything, everything, everything. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. I changed it all to Josh. And then I, I removed everything in the top line and, uh, saved it. I was going to save it for a day. The, the, the broke back or the, <laughs> the you episode know, the, stuff, yeah. Episode 18 and the XML stuff and the podcast alley stuff, all of that, I, I removed it and it, and, and I, I refreshed it and it said, happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but I, it was only for, I'll bet, 12 seconds. So that's the fastest work I've ever done on the side. <laughs> you know what you should have done? You should have left it and then just typed it below it. This really should say happy birthday, Josh, but I don't know how to do it. Embarrassed <laughs> 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 because everybody was on. I think was on and everyone, you know, but it was probably a total of 12 seconds. You're lucky you didn't get a thread. Hey, Sean's birthday's today too. Happy birthday. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Well, I gave up. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for the effort. <laughs>